Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 87 of Sold with Updike Pew. And today we are going to talk about real estate uh, trends and predictions. Yes. So. Seems like uh, there's so many headlines out there right now. And Jeff and I wanted to take and pull some of this because we typically want to make sure that we know things from a 30,000 what is NAR saying, National Association of Realtors? Mm -hmm. Where does it look like it's coming from, Texas? And then also what, what's going on here just in the DFW and the Dallas area? Yeah, real estate is, you know, uh, it, real estate is local, but we, it's also heavily influenced by everything that goes on on a national level. And, uh, you know, with the, the pandemic that we've been dealing mm -hmm. with for the last six to eight weeks, you know, one of the things that we've seen is, you know, I think, and I think was very expected was there was this, really big plunge in pending home sales in April. Um, and uh, in, this is a Housing Wire News uh, article that referenced NAR's report about it. And the April pendings were down 21%, but you know we're really thinking that May is going to be the kind of the, the, the low point in this. Right. And it's interesting that you're never able to know where the low point is until you actually see it start to come back. Mm -hmm. And this is what we have seen. I think we kind of started off the show by saying what you know the Netris results were and what Ebby's were. And we definitely can say that there is the beginning to see, to look back and say, that was the low spot behind mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. um, new listings in May uh, for 2020, there were uh, 14,735 listings that came in new into the market. And that is fewer than came into the market in May of 2019, uh, but only by, gosh, less than 1,000 or so. And that's with us scrambling to get to that 14,000. Can you imagine if we had been full trucking from yeah. the months before? We could have definitely gone past that 16,000 number, I would have guessed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was looking in MLS this morning, and um, there were, gosh, you know, 553 new listings just entered in the last 24 hours. So yep. it's definitely, definitely on the swing up, um, which, you know, to me says if, if you are, if, if you're in the market to buy a home, if you are considering doing it, now is going to be a really good time to get into the market because there's going to be some really good property coming on in the next 60 days. And what a great segue into the next one. We're talking about home home um, buying is set to take off. And one of the indicators that we're looking at right here is the um, purchase mortgage applications. And it's really important that we hit the note on purchase and not refi mm -hmm. because this is people who are looking to come into the market and get a house, not actually refi their current home. And so this is a really strong indicator that we're excited about. Yeah. And the, um, they're the new home, the, the purchase applications are up 18% over what they were a year ago. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that in itself just tells you there are a lot more people that are really coming in yeah. to take advantage of, uh, of mortgage rates. And the interesting thing in this article, we're going to put all the links into the article, um, in the comments, but in this article, the 15 year interest rates on average, I remember those being what people were using for interest only arms mm -hmm. in 2006 and seven. And I'm like, goodness, that is some amazing money right yeah, now. They were in the two, two high twos, I believe is two, what that article 2. said. 2.85. Yeah. Um, the average 30 year fixed rate mortgage has fallen in the last week from 3.37%, I'm sorry, from th two th to 3.37% from 3.42%. That, that's a you know negligible fall, but it does continue to show that rates are still coming down slowly, just inch you know inch at a time. But they are. They are. It'll be interesting to see. Um, have they leveled off? Have mm -hmm. we seen them as low as they're going to go? Yeah. And Realtor.com does a really interesting uh, monthly uh, newsletter or monthly housing trends report, 
and they did the one for May 2020. And just a, a couple of things that, uh, that, that I thought stood out in that. One is that the national median list price hit an all-time high at $330,000, um, and that is 1.6% higher than it was a year ago. Uh, it'll be interesting to figure out when they like drill down where that came from. Yeah, like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, what price segment did that affected that most? Exactly. Yeah. I want to know what caliber because because it wasn't just taken across the board. We're going to average it, but where did that really come in? At? Yeah, I would agree. Um, the second was that this year none of the top fifty met, uh, metro locations uh, saw a reduction in inventory. I'm sorry, they saw a reduction. They did not see an increase in inventory. Right. So that'll. Um, that's going to change here in a little bit mm -hmm. as we uh, get the building permits pulled, mm -hmm. but that'll be a six-month drag probably. Well, and that's and that really kind of rolls into the next article that talks about you know what what we see happen in construction in 2020 is probably going to be uh, a big influence on the 2021 remodeling season. Oh yeah, because if you think about it, if and we always talk about and we've got clients right now that are kind of debating about bringing their house on the market, and my point is that there is a shortage of inventory right now in the new home construction in this um, area that they that they live in. And my point was like, there will be people that still are gonna have to relocate, they're gonna have to downsize, or they're gonna have to increase their house, and yours is gonna fit, and you're a 30 to 45 day move, mm -hmm. whereas a developer is gonna be behind and not be able to capture that. So you're gonna see that, but you're also gonna see people who are just gonna do the remodel and not go anywhere. Yeah, the, the new, new permits issued and the new housing starts in April were off almost 30%. And so, you know, builders smartly just kind of came to yeah. a stop in not knowing what, what was going to be happening. And so the, it takes time for that, even that end of it to cycle back up. So let's say that, let's say it takes 90 days for the, the permits and the starts to ha start happening again. That, you know, is a six to 12 month period before any of that inventory is ready to come to the market. Yeah, and one of the things that I think that Jeff and I were talking about is that located here, climate-wise, we're in an area where we actually can buy and sell, remodel, and mm -hmm. start homes almost year-round. We do have rainy seasons and whatnot, but for the most part, we're not um, in an area that really shuts down, mm -hmm. um, either A, because people leave, it's not a vacation destination, and of a season or because it's just almost impossible to get out and preview and look at homes because of the weather. So mm -hmm. that always makes the Dallas market just a little bit um, easier to weather those times. Literally. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that we're, uh, we're kind of predicting is that we're going to see uh, those higher, the higher prices in the market because of the lack of inventory is going to boost a lot of people's equity in their home. And there are a lot of people that that's that's what they use to do their home renovation with. Mm -hmm. They'll get a secondly, they'll get a home equity line of credit. They may refinance and draw and do a cash out refinance. Um, we were talking to one of our really good clients uh, yesterday uh, about putting a pool in, and you know he did a tremendous amount of renovation on his house when he bought it, but he knows this is going to be a long term house, and right. so he was kind of balancing that. Should have you know should I spend seventy five or eighty thousand on a pool, and you know how much of that will I get back and you know, it, he's he. I'm, I'm guessing he's probably going to do it because of the time he's going to choose to live there. Is it's going to make sense for him to have the enjoyment of yeah. that and and you know enjoy where he lives even more. Time is a big equalizer. It really is. It's one of those things that it, it's 
allows you to defer all that across the years, plus you're enjoying it. We actually have clients that actually didn't have that, and it was a little bit more of a challenge to get them out of the house. Yeah, price <laughs> yeah point, that's so. true. The opposite is uh, true as well. Uh, moving on, millennials, yeah. welcome to Dallas. Yeah, welcome to Dallas. Um, <laughs> Dallas is one of the top 10 mar markets for millennial buyers during the pandemic. And I think we can attribute that to a lot of different things. Um, you know, almost a third of the residents in our market are millennials. That's, Think about that. I, I would agree. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, they're so that is, and a lot of times they're going to be buying in that first, I'm going to call it the first time home buyer price point. It's going to be, you know, around 300 ish and down. Right. And that is always the biggest pool, biggest pool of buyers and the biggest pool of inventory. Yep. And the other thing too, is one of the, um, I remember talking with, um, Jason about this and he said something like how can we just have all these millennials moving here and I said well well how think about all of the um, universities they've never had a shortage in people maybe this year might be the first but people get done with college and they move into larger metropolitan areas and Dallas happens to be for Texas Arkansas and Oklahoma one of the big draws hence we have a large number of millennial buyers in this market right now yeah and you know and and so if you if you think about it, and, and you've got either a single income household that's got a, a salary of close to a hundred thousand dollars, or you've got a dual income household that's got you know double whatever that is. Mm -hmm. One of the really interesting points that came out of this, and I'm going to read this because I want to make sure I say it right, is uh, this this study said a household earning one hundred thousand dollars in North Texas can afford to buy fifty six percent of the homes listed for sale, compared with forty five percent last year. And so I, and the two things that I kind of pull out of that is we are seeing some wage increase in the DFW market yeah. because there has been demand for those, uh, for the, a lot of those millennial buyers. But in addition to that, we've seen interest rates come down. And, you know, with every quarter point reduction in the interest rate, you can go up by about 10% in your buying power. Yeah. And that, you know, that, it makes a huge difference. It does. It makes a difference between being in an area that you're absolutely in love with and being like, oh, man. And mm -hmm. that's when people decide to wait and continue to rent. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and nationally, you know, again, millennials make up the largest pool of home buyers uh, in most of these metropolitan areas. So if you are a, uh, a buyer of any bracket, and, but, you know, specifically we were talking about millennials today, uh, and you're considering buying that first home, then give us a call. We yep. want to help you do that. We, we've done that hundreds and thousands of times. Uh, we actually just closed on a house yesterday. It was great one of house. our friends' first house, millennial, great house, got a great deal. Uh, just, you know, he couldn't be happier about it. So, And the great thing, too, is that the relationships that we have with both title, with lenders, they go the distance. They do. And they really make that transaction smooth and easy because we understand actually going through it right now the stress that there is involved in buying, selling, and moving. So I have a new appreciation, again, <laughs> for making this as easy as we can on you every day. Yes. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, we hope we brought some information to you that you can use. If there's anything that you'd like for us to talk about on the second segment, please just drop it into the comments. We'll be happy to do that for you. And remember, we want to be realtors for life. Thank <laughs> you.